Hello, and welcome to Kids Get Acquainted with the Internet, a Girl Meets World podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Nari, and today we're going to have a laid-back chat about Girl Meets World. <laughs> yeah. So, as you'll notice, it's it's me and Nari, not Keith and Caitlin aren't around. Uh, Caitlin had a bunch of dental work today, and so didn't seem like it was going to happen, but I thought having Nari would be nice so they can give pace. Yeah, and for one of the, I guess we have a shipper, Dan. <laughs> yeah, we had someone who thought maybe we were dating. No, <laughs> not actually. True. Dan's dating somebody else, and I'm single, gentlemen, single. above the age of twenty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Glad you have that egg gate going. Uh, so oh, no offense. <laughs> so yeah, I um, we're gonna basically have a laid back podcast. I don't think this is gonna be as long as our usual ones. We don't have like a theme exactly to what we're talking about. It's more it's a big mail time one, basically. We have a lot of your tweets and comments and stuff. We're gonna talk a little bit about some of the writers' tweets and stuff. But this is just sort of to get some more content out there so that we can feed all you hungry listeners. All right. Hungry, hungry listeners. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I didn't... Do you actually have a recommendation? I kind of sprung that on you. Wait, right. a recommendation for what again? Okay, so on during hiatus podcasts, we like to recommend things to our audience of TV, movies, books, anything like mm. that, um, that we think would be cool for them to check out, just to <laughs> show our personality a little bit. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Do you have a recommendation? Yeah, I guess I'll start out. Um, I'm going to recommend um, the second Veronica Mars book just came out. And um, I'm a really big fan of the Veronica Mars books. I've already recommended Veronica Mars in the past, the show, which I, again, if you still haven't seen it yet, you should get on that. But both... Get on that, guys. <laughs> but yeah, now there's two books out, and then they're like in the canon of the TV and the movie and everything. And they're really, they're like another great piece of Veronica Mars if you're someone who enjoys that. They're really good mysteries. And uh, just more of the awesome characters you love from the show. So that's my recommendation. This is really hard, Dan. You didn't tell me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, you should have told me when I was at work so I had it all day to think yeah, about it. Can we get even... back to it? Yeah. Yeah. We can We can come I back mean, to it. Okay. We'll come back to it. <laughs> all right. So then we're going to plow ahead and talk about comments we got from a listener named Anthony. He left a comment on the blog, gmwpodcast.wordpress.com. Do you want to read this comment from Anthony? Yes, I will read this comment from Anthony. <laughs> Hi, Kate. What is that? Oh, K-G-A-W-I. Oh, that's us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Another fun podcast. Just wanted to share my thoughts on what was one of my favorite episodes of the show to date. Really, what made this episode work was how they handled Sean and Katie. In fact, in a lot of ways, it makes me think of Corinne Topanga. The reason Corinne Topanga are one of my favorite TV couples ever was because she wasn't introduced to the show as his love interest. She was introduced in what appears to be mainly a foil for Corey. In fact, all of the season one relationship stuff was really just a fun way to make Corey awkward because really that's when Ben Savage is at his best. The writers then realized they had great chemistry and grew the relationship naturally on screen. The same almost goes for Sean and Kate. Sheen. Sean and Katie. The reason it works is because the relationship right up until the end is mainly antagonistic. They are mostly nice to each other because they both care for Maya. It was really only the master plan and Katie's friend who made any acknowledgement to a possible romantic future for the two. This allows the writers to work in whatever direction the show naturally goes instead of shoehorning a love story in for Sean. By not forcing the couple to be instantly attracted to each other, they effectively made them more attractive as a couple. Thanks again. Um, thank you so much for the comment. Thank, yeah, first, thank you for the <laughs> yes. comment. I wish more people would comment on our small screen justice. Cough, 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 cough. Yes. I kind of agree, but kind of don't agree to this. Okay, Anthony. what do you... I think that they did 
that the plan was to have them romantically involved. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, Topanga was in like a lot of episodes of the show before there was even any hint at any sort of romance. Yeah. Whereas they had Katie in her second episode. She was already a romantic interest in his second episode. Yeah. He was the, they were a romantic interest. This was planned from the beginning. I don't think it was naturally over time. They mm. had more chemistry because there was no time. <laughs> I definitely get what you're saying, and I mostly agree with you. I think what they're what he's aiming at mostly is that for the characters of Katie and Sean, it's not like by the end of the episode they're dating or anything. For them to them to separate from what everybody else is saying on the show, they don't immediately fall in love. At him. Like it's not like he asks her out in this episode or they have their first kiss in the first episode. Oh, okay, yeah, then that's yeah. true. No, it's good, but uh, so yeah, that what you're saying is also correct. I agree. Yeah. They could have made it like they asked them out or whatever, yeah. something like that. So I'm glad they didn't do that. But at the same time, I don't think it's as natural. Yeah. I mean, actually, he goes the same almost goes for Sean and Katie. So yeah. I can maybe I mean maybe we actually agree. Yeah. But both characters were this is their second. I think Katie was only at one episode, right? Yeah. So both of their second episodes, they were already like connected, planned, yeah. connected in a romantic way. So. Not, I don't really yeah. see it as they're like. Obviously, Sean has more of a purpose because he's from the old show. Yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure. I mean, Katie also has another purpose because she's Maya's right. mom. Yeah. But they definitely want. I mean, I don't know if this is a way to get Sean on the show more mm. to give him a, a storyline. Because other than that, like, what's really his storyline? Yeah. You can have like a couple of episodes of him coming back and. Sean and Corey's friendship, maybe Sean mentoring Maya, but if that's yeah. all it is, then you can't really you do that for much long, like for a yeah. long time. Whereas if they actually haven't been emotionally, you know, romantically involved with Katie, and then you have you know how their relationship, how it affects Maya, how it affects Corey, how it affects everybody. So yeah. I, a lot of stories lines can come out of this. Yeah. Well, this kind of opens me up to just generally because we didn't have you on last week. What did you think of Master Plan and that sort of going in that direction with Sean and Katie? Do you like it or? I mean, I like it, but at the, I mean, I'm nothing against it, but I'm trying to figure out like what I don't like about it. Like there's something I don't like yeah. about it. And it's not because I'm a huge Angela fan or anything. I mean, yeah. I actually would not want him to be with Angela, just not because of anything really against Angela, yeah. but more because, it I don't know, seem like, real. it doesn't seem real if everyone ends up, fought, yeah. you know, marrying their high school sweetheart. No, like, yeah, I, I, I totally mean, agree with you there. I, I've been saying that for a long time. Yeah. So I know the writers have said that Angela's returning next season. Yeah. I'm actually kind of hoping that she comes on the ep- like an episode and they have some closure. Yeah. You know, they kiss or something. Yeah. And then uh, mostly for the fans, I'm sure. And then, you know, they realize that, you know, you know, time's gone by. We've both moved on. Yeah. You know, it was, it, we had some good memories. You know, we life lessons learned. Let's move on with our lives. I don't want everyone like that's That's the thing. I don't want Riley just to be with Lucas. Like, yeah. Prepare. like it's so it just becomes like I know it's mm-hmm. funny to say Boy Meets World is unrealistic. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I mean like yeah. Eric's lucky penny, but I mean <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I totally get where you're coming from. We so last episode, Keith, Caitlin, and I sort of had a debate because they were both saying that if they bring Angela in and they even remotely have a love triangle going, they're gonna really hate that. 
And I'm kind of of the opinion, like, I don't want to love Triangle, but if it asked if, like, an episode or something, and then they got the closure, I definitely want the closure with Angela. I don't want them to end up with Angela. It just doesn't make sense. They've been apart for so long. They both hopefully grown past this a little bit. Oh, you know, uh, you know what else I could see happening? So Katie and Sean kind of get involved, but they're both really damaged people, so they they can't really make it work for yeah. whatever reason. Angela comes from an ep- for an episode. They spent some time together, and kind of Angela says some truth, some something to yeah. Sean, like some like you know, like I've known you for so many years, and this is the problem that you have with women. Like yeah. this this is why we didn't work out. You know, and, and like he helps of, he helps yeah. him become a better relationship yes, with Katie. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I can I can see that happening. Yeah. I told, uh, I, now that you said that, I'll be really surprised if that doesn't happen. But I can also see something, either a kiss or Sean tries mm. to do something, or yeah. or or even like Angela tries something, and then she realizes Sean likes Katie, yeah. and then they're like, well, you know, you know, I'm glad that you're happy. Like, let me just give you some advice or something, yeah. you know. I also that- wouldn't mind if, like, Angela came back and it was from Maya's perspective and Maya was freaking out and building up a love triangle in her head that Sean was going to go back to Angela or something, but then mm-hmm. he, he just totally doesn't. And it's just all about her Yeah, her to have it from yet. the kid's perspective, yeah. that's probably likely as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously if any of this is happening at the same time, Riley and Maya are freaking out because yeah. they want to be, <laughs> you know, they want to be cousins or, yeah. well, not like actually cousins, but, you know, Sean and Corey are pretty much brothers, yeah. so kind of cousins. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no. All right, are you ready to get in some of these tweets we got from people? Yeah, let's go to these All tweets. Right. <laughs> All right, I'll read this first one. It's from at Ravonda94. She's tweeted in before. Who do you think stepped back in their characters more comfortably, Ben, Danielle, or Ryder? Okay, I'll say who least comfortably <laughs> yes. would probably go to Danielle. Yeah, I have to agree there. Um, I still very, only very rarely... Does it hit me that it's Topanga? Yeah. Um, I think it's getting better, but it still has a long way to go. Yeah, it's getting better. Like, Ben, there there are times where, like, he says something and I'm like, oh, this is so Corey. Mm. But then there are other times where I'm like, yeah. you know, also they've matured. So I they could say, like, naturally, you know, they get older, they mature. But yeah. still with Danielle, it really, I don't know, the directing or something, I don't know what it yeah. is. But I don't feel like. I yeah. still think it has a lot to do with whenever they pair her up with the younger actor, she just doesn't really know how to interact in that space, and she doesn't really know how to portray a mom in a way that isn't very cliche. And I don't blame her. Uh, it might be partially the writing, it might be partially the directing, but she definitely, for me, is more natural when she's just playing off of Ben or playing off of Ryder. I agree. Yeah. I agree. When the, Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. But I think from the three of them, I mean, we've only seen Sean for two episodes. Yeah. But it's funny because when I saw Sean, like, it was Sean. Like there, yeah. there was the. He was totally. It was like he had never gone anywhere. I agree with you completely. Um, yeah. There was never a moment where I was like, "Wow, is that really Sean?" No. Like from this first second, the way he interacts with Corey, like the way he talks. I mean, to be honest, he almost looks the same as well. Yeah, yeah I really. So does. like maybe that's unfair. <laughs> I'm biased saying yeah. this, but. No, I definitely think it's Sean. Yeah. He, like, stepped into that character. I mean, like, I don't think he ever left that character. Yeah. The only time where I ever had any sort of slight issues with Ryder, which I mentioned last episode, was when he was having that argument with Katie. I thought that it felt a little off. But mm-hmm. not not that, not that he didn't feel like Sean. He definitely has always felt... Nothing he's done has made me feel like he wasn't Sean. I just felt like that argument, they weren't... It, it felt like they were, like, not really... Their hearts weren't really in it or something. Mm-hmm. Um 
But, yeah, no, but I agree with you totally. In Home for the Holidays especially, I was like, man, Ryder Strong it did not skip a beat. He's perfect. So that's our answer. I guess we agree. <laughs> yes. All right. Now you want to read the next one? At May I See My... Ha <laughs> ha! Yes. At May I See My Shoes. Oh, this is a loaded question. Yeah. Predict five years from now who will be couple. Sean, Maya, Riley, Lucas, Farkle, Katie, etc. Or other people. Good luck. I, okay, I'm going to make a bold prediction. It's going to be five years from now, Corey and Topanga will still be together. No! Actually, <laughs> imagine if they had a divorce yeah, on the show. I thought about that. That would be so crazy. I but... could see them actually, you know what I would really like? Yeah. They get separated for like a yeah. half a season. Wow. That that won't happen. I do think, I think the closest we'd get to that is, like, there was an episode of Boy Meets World where everybody thought that uh, Amy was cheating on Alan. And then it turned out she wasn't. But uh, like I could see like something like, like like maybe something's not going well or like for an episode. But there's no way they're going to do like an ongoing. I know, but that would have been so yeah. – I would have given them like high five for yeah. that, I think. Yeah. But yeah, okay, Corey Topanga. Okay, <laughs> uh, let's, let's start with Sean. Do you think Sean will actually end up with Katie? <laughs> yeah. I see – okay, I think it could go either way. I think it could, he could either end up with Katie or he could end up being sort of the Mr. Turner – to Maya where Katie leaves or something and then he sort of just takes care of Maya. Oh, uh, like a like a single father yeah. kind of thing. See, I don't know. After last episode, I don't really think because the thing is with Sean's parents, yeah. you've never kind of got the feeling that they knew what they were doing was wrong. Yeah. Whereas after talking, you know, the whole conversation with Katie, I felt like she knew mm. that she was making mistakes. I mean not not perfectly, yeah. but I felt like she knew that she was like hurting her daughter, like, by not being there, and that she knew that, like, my life was difficult and she had to work these extra hours. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I kind of felt like she was more aware than, like, Chet was, or I don't even remember what Sean's mom's yeah. name is, but I don't know. That's just in my opinion. I can't personally... I can see Katie making parental mistakes, but I can't really see her leaving. Uh, I mean, I could see her. Maybe she freaks out and leaves for an episode yeah. and then realizes her, like, wrong doing and comes back or something like that, but... Yeah, okay, know. if we're going to say, like, by the end of the show, I think by the end of the show, Sean will probably end up with Katie, but I think along the way, they're definitely going to break up at some point. I don't think that's going to be smooth sailing. To me, To me, I feel like we've been building up to, like, things getting better for Maya, and, like, the other shoe is going to drop at some point, and things mm-hmm. are going to get a lot worse. That's my expectation. I'll be surprised if I'm wrong I can see them, like, breaking up, and then Maya and Riley are trying to put them back together. Yeah. They could totally be an episode. What about Maya? Oh, God. Okay, so I am such a Maya and Lucas shipper, but I yeah. don't think they're going to do that. <sighs> I mean, like, I just, I want them to, but I don't think the writers are that courageous to yeah. do it. I'm, because, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm also, my preference, my preference is also Maya and Lucas. I don't, I, I don't know. It's so hard. I, I'm honestly, like, really interested to see First Date because I feel like that's going to be, like, a big turning point here where are they going to go against expectations? And, I mean, bo- honestly, both sides are expected now for me. It's either, I it, like, if they make it just be Lucas and Riley, that's expected, but it's also expected if Lucas and Riley doesn't work but, out. But if, but if Maya and Lucas, you know, you know, wink, wink. Yeah. How is how's Riley gonna act? Is there gonna be like you know like I I don't know. Okay, the one thing I do know that either it's gonna be male or female. There's gonna be some sort of character eventually introduced that's gonna be a love interest for somebody. Yeah. Um, I think that we don't have all the main characters yet, yeah. in my opinion. Unless Farkle really 
changes or people's feelings about Farkle really change. Farkle wouldn't really need to change as a character because I don't see him. I see... Yeah, because it's interesting because in the first, the very first few episodes, I was like, maybe Farkle will end up with Riley. And then, like, even for a couple episodes, there was a little bit of, like, there was that episode with a drawing at the library where I was like, well, maybe there's a Farkle Maya thing happening here. But they've kind of mostly dropped that. And I honestly think, okay, when I see them, like, Lucas and Maya, maybe I'm just doing them because they both i'm sorry but they both are obviously older yeah you can you can totally like they're they're like 15 right yeah they're like you can tell yeah so i feel like maybe that's another reason that we like just naturally want to see them more together just because they emotionally like or mentally they fit more but i can also see riley as like a preteen but also like kind of starting to be a teenager whereas i see farkle as a child still yeah. so it's really weird for me to ship him with anybody as far as riley goes i don't think it's just about the appearance thing that i don't want her with lucas i think it's also just that i think that by having the lucas thing not not work out it does two things it a like shows that they realize that not everybody's cory and topanga and b it's a good point for riley's character to realize i think that she's very innocent and naive right now and to realize that not everything works out 100 percent of the time and to have her grow from that i think is really important yeah i mean i agree with you because i would actually really dislike it if cory and topanga had a daughter who ended up being exactly like them like i would really love for maya and lucas to be the cory and topanga yeah and like or or, and then to have riley like you know going from like one troubled relationship to another and nothing's working out keith said exactly the same thing a couple episodes ago i totally i totally agree with you guys yeah yeah no i I definitely i definitely want to see something like that but at the same time I don't know. I mean, the show just started. I don't know how courageous these writers are. I don't know what yeah. direction they want to go. I don't... Yeah, like, do you think that the Josh thing is more likely? Oh, yeah, I forgot about yeah. Josh. Like, having a... Years later, Josh and Maya... See, yeah. the thing is, I really like them together, too. <laughs> and the thing is, I know in the show, they have, there's, a, like, a three-year age difference. Yeah. But in real life, aren't they, like, closer to age? Um, he is 17. Okay. And she's and she's fifteen. Yeah, like so that's, that's totally too, fine. That's totally. Yeah. I like their chemistry, and I am a big fan of Josh. It just, I, I wouldn't really mind it. I'm not that super excited about it, but it's mostly just that I don't want Lucas and Riley to be like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want Lucas and Riley to be there, yeah. but at the same time. I don't know. Maybe it's like Man. my own fantasies. Like I'm trying to. I'm I'm living you know vicariously through Maya and this, yeah. but. You know, how many times in real life do you get the cute older boy? Yeah. Like, like that never happens, right? Yeah. So sure. me, me, I could, I could totally, like, I could ship that. I could All totally, right. I could see that happening. Well, okay, so now let's actually answer the question, which is make a prediction. Beyond what, what you want to have happen, what do you think will happen? See, okay, let me also know that this is such a hard question, yeah. okay? <laughs> Another thing. Is that whole episode where, you know, Josh was there for game night and he said that, you know, you're too young for me. And she said, I'm in it for the long run. Yeah. And I feel like the writers put that line for a purpose. Yeah. Also, okay, to be fair, the writers are known for, like, adding things and then later on forgetting they ever happened. Like, that happened a lot in in Boy Meets World. Yeah. But at the same time, I felt like that meant more. So I don't know if it'll be, like, like they'll end up together or something. Mm. But I can see, like, something happening i don't know 
Can we talk about this after Girl Meets Horse Date? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, my predi- I'm going to go, I'm going to say my prediction is Riley and Lucas and Josh and Maya. And I'm going to yeah. say that maybe there'll be bumps along the road. Maybe we'll actually get an episode or something of Maya and Lucas. But right now, my feelings are that that it will end up working out and both yeah of that that's that's what i think because that's the safe way where none of the, the girls don't fight about a boy yeah conveniently making josh and riley related but then what happens to poor farkle see i don't i, I don't want the like nerdy unattract like well not, do you, do you think it's a little boy yeah. not unattractive do but you think boy. that he'll make it to like the end of the series that's okay. You know what? I mean, like, there's also the possibility that some of these people will end up with people that don't exist yet. Maybe we'll get a Farkle love interest. Maybe we'll get a different Riley love interest. If Josh is with Maya and Luke and Lucas and Riley don't work out, what the heck do you do with Lucas as a character? Like, what is he doing there? <laughs> well, he's a guy friend. He's like, it's yeah. like who's, well, who's Jack? But you also have Farkle. Like, like, you don't need multiple guys. Well, know. yeah, we, you need one that's, you know silly and you wouldn't need one that's actually lucas has had some good lines recently lucas has been pretty damn pretty damn funny i guess don't know what his like function is really if he's not dating don't you need like some friends yeah okay isn't that what the show like remember like what was rachel's function well she was i mean she had a whole love triangle with jack and eric well, okay, let's let's yeah. the, I know the people say love triangle, but nothing really happened between yeah. her and Eric. Let's yeah. let's it was like a love line with a with a dot to the yeah. side. I mean, I still would love it to find out that Lucas is actually gay and just give him a give him another a guy love interest later in the show, but I don't think that will happen. I could actually see more Farkle they Farkle hmm. being gay later on. Interesting. That actually would be really interesting to me because of how girl crazy he is right now that it's just kind of like he's covering it up. Yeah, kind of no, that that's why I can see that happening. Yeah. But also, like, how for Disney to do that, like, I know that Nick did that with Legend of Korra, but they also know that their main people watching that show are probably not kids. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is, I mean, this yeah. could also be the same. It's not all kids. The, yeah, the closest thing they got on Disney so far, as far as I know, is they had, like, a character have gay parents, mm-hmm. but it was for, like, an episode, and, like, it was just, like, a joke. So, like, I don't know. Oh, well, that's, yeah. 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 So, okay, let's move on from this question because we can talk yeah. about this for days. I, I agree. Uh, do you want to read the next one? At Hender Cell GMW. <laughs> congrats to Ryder Strong and his wife for their new baby boy. He will be great dad and happy for them. Yep, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, just wanted to mention that Indigo Strong is now with us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it's actually interesting because Ben Savage is not married, right? As far as I know, yeah. So in like real life, it's the opposite. Ryder Strong is oh, really married. that's a really good point, and- yeah. That's pretty funny. And Ben Savage is the one who's alone. Yeah. Is is Fred Savage married? We don't know. I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Man, can we just talk about how creepy Fred Savage was on that Boy Meets World episode? I know. And he also, he was in this, um, what's the movie? Lifetime movie with, um, remember DJ from Full House? Yeah. They were dating and he was like, and he was like beating her. Oh my God. Like he was an abusive boyfriend and he ended up killing her in the the movie. Kevin Arnold, what are you doing? So yeah, so he, and it was with DJ from Full House. So it was like Kevin and DJ. That's so weird. That was was actually a really (laughs) creepy movie. Poor girl ended up dying. Anyway. All right. I'll read this uh, Looney Tunes at a Looney Tunes tweet. And they say, we talked about this before, but I wonder if we can get an explanation about Maya's father, uh, i.e. her relationship with him. And if it plays into why she's so willing to buy that her mother was the bad guy who drove him away. And if she'll have a Will Smith 
the hell with him sort of moment a la Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Hmm. Um, well, I'm, th- I'm sure Maya's father will, will come at one point or another. Yeah. I, I'm about 99.9%. Like yeah, I think sure. they've already confirmed season two. Yeah, show up. so I can see that. But, you know, as a child with, you know, I can understand this. And I think people, I don't know if Looney Tunes is a child of divorce or anything like that. Mm. But when, like, your parents get separated at a young age, you tend to blame somebody. Yeah. Whether that's blaming yourself or you're blaming a parent. Yeah. And it's easier to blame the parent who stayed because they're there. And, like, when you're angry, like, it's kind of like that idea of you're mean to the people you care about. Yeah. Kind of a thing. So, like, you're angry, you're frustrated, you're you're sad, and your mom is still there. And, like, I'm going to, like, get it out at her because... Mm. Who else is? I'm sure if her dad stayed and yeah. she left, she'd probably blame her mom for it. Yeah, I think the part of the idea might also be that, like, you want to have a perfect image of who this other person is that you're not seeing anymore. So yeah. it's like, it's easier to blame this person because you see that they're flawed and everything. And I mean, I can see either one day he comes back and he is actually just a bad guy and Maya's like hell with him. I could also see him coming back and like apologizing, having kind of a Chet situation. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. He has a whole other family. Oh, that's a great, that's a great, I think. Oh my God. Imagine if Lucas's stepdad is Maya's dad. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be be pretty crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think that one thing I do need cleared up is how long ago he left because like there was a whole like how long did she know him did, did did he leave before she even has memories like did she remember him no i think she remembers him okay but like that's what... the impression i got yeah. and i don't think it's been that long okay like 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 what she just she's turned she just turned 14 yeah like i'm guessing like last four years or something okay yeah um, i'm i'm thinking that she left he left like that, but but at the same time, maybe he left earlier, and that's why it's easy to have a positive image. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. We'll I, I I definitely think because like in Girl Meets Father me, uh, on this podcast, we were sort of debating about because Keith and Caitlin felt like that b- way he was acting made it seem as though the dad left like very recently, like an like a week or two ago. And I never thought that. I always thought that he left like when he was like two or something. But it is very unclear. Um, um, yeah, it is unclear. I don't think it was a week, and I don't think it was two. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't think it was... I mean, We'll see. It's just a prediction. I have no idea. I don't know the writers, but yeah. I wish I did. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. next let, one. Let me intro this one, and then you can read the actual tweet. Uh, so this one is a little bit more negative than some of the stuff we usually talk about, but I think it's important to, you know, include everybody's opinions and we'll talk about it. But this is in response to me talking about how I think it's nice that they've actually built up an arc. They went from doing Girl Meets Father to Girl Meets the Truth to Girl Meets Maya's Mother into um, Holidays and Master Plan, and that it has been a good sort of build up for Maya's story of what she's missing, what she wants, and then sort of how a possibility of how she's going to get it. So then they said this, and you can read it. At Let's Go Caps 19. Okay, well, that's five episodes out of 18. That means there have been 13 pointless episodes. 72% of the show is pointless. In BMW, even when episodes didn't advance the plot, they at least had a storyline. Here, there are no storylines. What are your <laughs> feelings about this? I agree that there were some episodes where it felt like an earlier in the show where it felt like there really was no storyline. Mm-hmm. Like that whole episode in the library. Yeah. Like what 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 came out of that that's still important to the show? 
Okay, well, the first thing I want to say is that the saying something is pointless is weird to me when it's a comedy. Because yeah, that is true. There hasn't been an episode where I haven't laughed, so therefore it has achieved its point, quote-unquote. Like, like there, like some episodes are funnier than well, others. Well, let's first but... say that we appreciate the neg- like the yeah. comment, even if it's yeah. negative. Let's let's yeah. clarify that to to yeah. this person. So yeah, d- don't think that we you know we're just we're just you know debating about it. Go yeah. on. Yeah. So just sorry if there was uh, music in the background there for a second. My parents were playing music, and we didn't. I didn't notice how loud it was for a while. I don't know if it picked up on this mic or not. But getting back into this question. Um, yeah, so as far as, like, whether there's been story or not, I mean, it really depends on what you think. I mean, like, there are episodes like Girl Meets the Forgotten, where they, you know, the story of, you know, the forgotten cafeteria workers. The, like, every episode has a story. Like, the Girl Meets Flaws was out bullying. Whether it, it fits to the bigger plot of the series is a different thing, but... That's actually a reason why I don't watch a lot of comedies, because of the lack of story. Because I don't... Yeah. I like, for example, I really like the show New Girl. Oh, maybe that will be what I recommend. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but I really like the show New Girl. But beside for Girl Meets World, New Girl is the only other comedy that I watch mm. because I prefer TV that has like good storytelling. And usually, I'm not saying all yeah. the time, but usually, comedies don't have that great storytelling like a drama does. Yeah. So maybe this person doesn't prefer comedies. Like I don't prefer comedy shows either. But at the same time, I see a comedy as kind of like what you said. Does that make me laugh? Does it like all those yeah. things? So I think I kind of agree with him, but at the same time, I kind of don't. Yeah, I mean, for one thing, one show that I struggle with because I think it's really good, but it doesn't have a lot of ongoing story is Modern Family, which mm-hmm. I think is a funny show, but like more than even something like Friends, where like Friends had arcs about who's dating this person, you know, this parent or but whatever. There were, but there were but, a lot of storylines yeah. in Friends that they didn't have anything to do yeah. with the bigger picture, like a lot, a lot. Yeah, and whereas Modern, so Modern Family is like a funny show, but almost every episode is just completely self-contained and you don't have to watch any other episodes in order to know what's happening. Uh, and that's just kind of like a lot of comedy is, and I I agree that Boy Meets World wasn't always like that, but there were plenty of episodes of Boy Meets World that were completely self-contained and filler. Dan, can I interrupt for just one yeah. second? You're gonna you're gonna you're not gonna like what I have to tell uh, you. Oh boy. Tara from True Blood's gonna be on Hannibal now. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry for that interruption. <laughs> I'm, totally, I'm keeping that into the podcast. <laughs> just got the news. Yeah. I recommend Hannibal. <laughs> to our girl meets even... world audience. <laughs> well, yeah, that's. I was gonna say shameless, but that, yeah. I didn't think that would be appropriate. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I think that there were plenty of episodes of Boy Meets World that were filler, and every episode had a plot. I think there was a like whether it was a good plot is up to her opinion, but every single episode had a plot. Like even Girl Meets Friendship, it was just uh, there was an election happening, or like. Even the episode we were talking about, the library, there the, there was a plot. The plot was they can't use cell phones and they have to work at the library. That's a plot. It's not a necessarily a complicated plot, but it's a plot. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Yeah. So we talk about some of these writers' tweets. I didn't actually copy the exact tweets, but more what some of the stuff we've learned <laughs> recently from them. So we know that Maya asks Lucas out in first date. Okay, so let's, let's <laughs> first say, so the writers tweeted... Yeah. Someone asked, um, like, is Maya, how was the, what, what was the question? Like, it was so weird. That, okay, this oh. is sort of a different, okay, so there was, there are two different tweets that sort of connected each other. So, so I think the one you're thinking of is, um, someone had a theory, the theory was that Lucas kisses Maya to help her make Josh jealous, 
and then that Maya is surprised by how much he likes the kiss. And so their response was, uh, she actually does, which is surprising. So, okay, I don't know that I believe this. <laughs> like, so, but the, for all the other things, the writers have also been like saying, "You'll see in season two or yeah. you know, we're working on that." But this one was an actual answer, so I was like, "Did they get hacked?" <laughs> like, I, well, <laughs> it seems like they're doing because like, okay, so like the final sentence of the of the tweet that the, the person sent to them was, and Maya is surprised by how much she enjoys the kiss. So maybe they're just talking about she's surprised by how much she enjoys the kiss, but they're not actually confirming that it's from Lucas. I don't know. It it would be cool. I'd be on board for that. But it also doesn't seem like something Lucas would do, especially given if it's for his first date with Riley. And so we also, one thing we definitely do know is they said, but this could be sort of a, a fake out. They, they literally said, Maya asks out Lucas. And well, maybe so, it's when Sean asked out to Pedro. Yeah, exactly. That's. I feel like there's a fake out here. I think that Maya asks out Lucas for Riley, then they have the date, and at the same time, Maya's upset about Josh, because Josh has a date, and then maybe this is sort of true, maybe there is some sort of final moment at the end where, like, the Riley-Lucas date didn't go that great, and then Lucas and Maya have a little bit of a moment, maybe? I don't... I guess I I definitely don't see them actually kissing with like I can see like kisses happening, but Lucas and Maya kissing in this episode seems like kind of rushed, unless it was like one of them didn't feel it and it was just like a joke to one of them or something. Well, that's the thing. Maybe maybe it is what they say that Lucas, yeah. you know, Maya's like really sad or yeah. something, and like Lucas is there and they're like, hey, I, you know, I'll kiss you. Like, oh, look, or like not maybe just not actually say it out loud. I'll kiss you, but like. Josh is there with like maybe another girl. Maybe, maybe Maya sees Josh kiss another girl yeah. after their date, yeah. and Maya gets all upset. Yeah, and Lucas like kisses her. I don't know out of comfort or I don't know out of to keep, to have Josh maybe see. I I don't know, yeah. but maybe it's also could be. I, I don't think it's gonna be a kiss like they like each other. So they're gonna kiss. Yeah. I think it's more gonna be like some sort of a ulterior motive. Mm. I also can't imagine them. Is that the last episode? So that's the finale of season one. So maybe this next season starts with Maya and Riley fighting. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, it feels like a little soon to get to that, but... I don't know. We'll see, yeah. right? Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess the other couple points, we don't have a ton here. We just have, uh, we know Harley's coming back for multiple episodes in season <laughs> two. Which I'm glad, because I think he's a nice little side character, just doing little side things. Uh, mm-hmm. you know? And it makes sense, because he's the janitor that'll be around. And then we've sort of already talked about what we want from Angela. They said she'll be back around Girl Meets Hurricane. Um, oh, something else we didn't talk about couples. So Eric's coming back. Oh, yeah. Both and, of, uh, well, I think three, ep- meets, three episodes in season Girl two. Girl Meets Squirrels, right? Or something? Mis- Mr. Squirrels, yeah. Mr. Squirrels. So, okay, first of all, do you think it's going to have anything to do with Mr. Squirrels? Is he really going to be that? Like, do you <sighs> think they're going to do that? I well, I I had a my uh sort of way around this was what if he was like a TV like a kids TV show personality where he was Mr. Squirrels or something? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking well, about I Full mean, House too. Well, I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Oh, like Full House. Yeah. Maybe it's not actually. Maybe it's like a story that they yeah. like. Some, but but I thought that was also in the fantasy future. So yeah. where would well I could also like picture like. When she was maybe when Riley was a kid, he would like dress up in Mr. Squirrels for her. He like she like remembers him as like a three year old as Mr. Squirrels, and mm-hmm. so like that's like her. Oh, she used to call him or something. Mm-hmm. So I I I don't know. We'll see. Like, what if they actually have him? <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't even know if I'll like it or not. Like, uh, part of me would just be laughing. Yeah. And another part of me, like, I think it would be funny for one episode. Yeah. But I wouldn't want, like, every time Uncle Eric comes around, he's, like, married to a squirrel. Yeah, no, I definitely or, wouldn't want that. Yeah. I, I want him to have grown up a little bit. I want him to, like, he'd I still be silly, he, but, you know. Do you think he's, I think he's going to be married. I was saying I thought it would be cool if he was a single dad. We don't have any of that, really. Or, so. or married or a kid or something. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's in Sean's position. I don't want him to be in Sean's position. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's. Maybe he and Jack are gay. <laughs> that would be quite a... I'd be on board for it, but... <laughs> that'd be interesting. Or maybe he married Rachel. I'm sure they're going to bring Rachel back. Yeah. Not that I really care about I, we was actually, I was talking with Keith and Caitlin the other day about how I think it would be a nice, natural way if they ever actually have Katie and Sean get together and get married... That's when I'd bring Jack in, because it's natural that he'd come to the wedding. Oh, that would be such an awesome episode to have Jack just, like, yeah. that would be, like, the actually, the wedding would yeah. be the perfect time to bring anyone they want to bring from the old show and yeah. not have it be forced. Yeah, I agree. And there can just be side little moments. Like, I liked how Alan was used in the holiday episode where he was just, like, the dad and he was just, like, hanging out, but he didn't have, like, a big storyline or anything. I actually really like Alan. He he still felt like Alan, yeah. which is funny because Amy didn't really feel too much like Amy. Yeah. So I don't know if it's the women, the fem- like the women of the show. I think it's partially the way they're writing the because like they weren't really writing Amy as Amy as much either. So. Yeah. I mean, like it was maybe it was just her, uh, her acting mm. because they kind of did like the part where Corey had got that gift for Topanga, yeah. and then Alan was like. You know, I got you the same thing. Like, that's so Alan to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. But, like, what would have Amy's reaction have, like, do you think her reaction was not Amy-like? Like, the look she gave him? Like, mm. that was always, she was always yeah. giving him looks. Yeah. I just don't think her look, like, she gave him a look, but it, it wasn't the look that an Amy, like, yeah. like, that old Amy would give. That's so, I don't know if it's, like, bad acting or, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to like, sound bad, but. No, I agree. It is an interesting question because it's hard to even, for me to be saying, like, maybe they're just having trouble writing the women because they're writing, some, they're writing Maya and Riley pretty well. So, yeah, I don't really know. And they have more female writers now than they did on Boy Meets World. So, I don't really know what that's about. And maybe they just don't know how to direct them or write older women as well. I don't know. Okay, well, most, well, I agree with me. But most of these writers are old men married to older women, so you'd think they'd know. But <laughs> Yeah, alright. So basically, uh, we're going to end out here. This is a shorter little podcast for you guys, but uh, I just want to say, so we know Farkle's Choice, which is the next episode. Wait, what's... I, I don't know. Yes. Okay, what's so Farkle's okay, choice? I will let you know. Okay, so Farkle's Choice is coming February 6th. That's the next episode, and it is about him. He gets, like, he he gets some sort of um award or something, and he's going to get to go to a cool awards show for some... Maybe some sort of scientific thing he did or something. I don't know. Uh, Jane Link is running the... Running oh, I, the I, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she's running the sort of ceremony, and so he gets he has like a plus one, and he gets to pick someone to bring with him. And Riley and Maya both want to go, and so mm-hmm. he has to choose between them. And so this is like a big pivotal she's, moment. He's, he's gonna end up taking Lucas. <laughs> that would be interesting. He's and so, not gonna take either of them. That's gonna be like yeah. that. The other thing is that Smackle is coming back for this episode, and the, one of the weirdest things about this episode is that it's one of the earliest episodes they filmed. So everybody looks way younger. <laughs> um, Why are they doing that? I don't know. I don't know. So that would be weird. I just want to talk about as far as scheduling goes. So the next episode after Farkle's Choice is the finale for a state. And we don't know when that's coming. And they we've supposedly seen everything that's coming in February. And it's supposed to be just 
be Farkle's choice. So we might not get first date until like March, which would be really annoying. Why that... are they doing that? They don't know how to schedule things. I don't know. It's not even just like none yeah. of the shows know how to schedule things anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. And then so then then we have this really other weird thing. So they have an episode that's between season one and season two that doesn't have a season attached to it. It's, it's Girl Meets Demolition. And that's coming in April, they say. Uh, and so it's not... What do you mean it doesn't have a season? <laughs> yeah, it's so, like, the finale of season one is First Date. Girl Meets Demolition is not the premiere of season two. It's, like, a bridge episode. Yeah, I'm Googling it now. It's yeah. a special episode in between season one and season yeah. two. Uh, so, uh. yeah, it doesn't... It does, I, mean, I don't know what it is. I, I, it could be fun, and, I'm, and maybe it'll be nice to... Maybe they're doing it so that, that there's not as long a wait until season two or something, but it, it just seems really <laughs> weird. It was also the weird thing of, do you know about Girl Meets Fish? No. Fish so, Mooney? <laughs> that would be funny. Um, <laughs> Girl Meets Fish was a episode they made for season one that they're holding and, and airing it in August, so like mid-season two, which doesn't make any sense. There's somewhere apparently it's being connected to some sort of Disney promotional thing, like it connects with that thing they're doing in August for Disney. But it's gonna seem really weird because there has to be weird continuity things going on if a season one episode. Well, appears I'm looking two. at it says when the clash class fish dies, Riley and her friends are are the main suspects. Yeah. So it could be like one of those out of like it doesn't really matter yeah, when but it happens. Still, I don't like when they're like. Yeah. They look younger. Yeah. Well, sure. also like, all right, so I mean. I assume that I, I assume someone will be dating someone at that point in the show, and if they suddenly aren't for Girl Meets Fish, that's gonna be weird. I don't think wait, they're not like little kids. They're not gonna, they might not be dating, but maybe mm. like someone kiss somebody. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, they're gonna be yeah. I mean, eighth grade, you had boyfriends. Uh, I, I was like the only one. Not many people following my lead, and I didn't have boyfriends. I had boyfriend. No, you had all the boyfriends. I had one boyfriend, and let's not talk about him. <laughs> we talked about him in Small Screen Justice. Oh, yeah. Check out Small Screen Justice if you haven't already. Also, Agent it's Carter Cast. Yes. Carter Cast, guys. If you like Agent Carter, or if you have friends who watch superhero shows, you know, just say, I know this really good, you know, superhero podcast. <laughs> totally listen in. <laughs> Uh, right. Anything else, Dan? Um, just that I really hope that we get first date before March. And well, basically... it should be like in April. Yeah, I really hope not. I wouldn't be surprised if we got first date and demolition together in April, but I'd be really annoyed. But yeah, also, if you want to tweet in to us and let us know your thoughts about anything we've talked about this week or thoughts on what we should do for future hiatus episodes, please tweet in to us at GMWPodcast or send us an email at GMWPodcast at gmail.com. Please check us out on iTunes and Stitcher and send us reviews there. Uh, that'd be a What's big help. Stitcher? Stitcher is like a different. It's like iTunes, but it's like better for Android phones, uh, right. so it's easier to listen on your Android devices. I'm just sort of fiddling around with it. I'm new to that. I don't really know a lot about it, but we are on Stitcher. And uh, check out our blog, GMWPodcast dot WordPress dot com. Man, I always forget that blog one. Um, yeah, so, and we're hoping, me, Caitlin, and Keith are hoping to do some YouTube stuff before Farkle's Choice. I don't know what we're going to do exactly, but we will try. Also, I don't, I just realized Farkle's Choice is supposed to be, like, Sophie's Choice, right? Yeah. I yeah, so. okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. like when they compare that, because that was, her choice is actually, like, a, a yeah. really horrible choice. <laughs> yeah, do you know, it's, it is interesting that with Sophie's Choice thing, because that's used in, like, 
ever it's like a sitcom staple to make a joke about Sophie's yeah Choice. i know but it's such an awful <laughs> joke yeah. to make yeah that's, that's like i i learned about it from sitcoms like i didn't know what that movie was and i was like what and i was like this is weird they, they use that <laughs> they, they they always go like it's such a difficult choice yeah. it's like sophie's choice and yeah. i'm like no it's not <laughs> you're not choosing which kid anyway yeah. <laughs> So, do you recommend Sophie's Choice? <laughs> no, I do not recommend Sophie's Choice. I do recommend New Girl. I think it's a nice sitcom. Oh, have you ever recommended The Hundred? I have, but you can we can second my uh, so nomination. So we can recommend The Hundred. <laughs> I saw today's episode and it was awesome. I'll talk to you about it, Dan, after. <laughs> yep. All right. So thank you guys for listening and class dismissed. Class dismissed. We have some background music. Come here, my precious. Luke, I am your father. Come with me if you want to leave. Hasta la vista, baby. Oh, it's so funny when you're not here. I can just talk to myself. <laughs>